from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. G'day, I'm Graham, VK4 Baker Baker. This is the national news from the WIA for week commencing March 31, 2019. Locally, buy, swap, sell and wanted. Townsville hams have been doing a little snooping on the airwaves again and make the observation that seems to have been an increase again in operators discussing buying and selling of equipment on amateur radio frequencies. This is being done by operators holding any class of licence, but you do need to know this is a breach of Australian law. Haggle, discuss or bargain face-to-face or on the telephone, not on our bands. Be responsible. And now, on to the news. Dave, VK2KFU, Publicity Officer, Central Coast Amateur Radio Club, dropped WIA news a note to say, we amateurs and listeners with GPS receivers may like to check them on Sunday, April 7, as the system will roll over at 0000 GPS time. This is not the same as a leap second adjustment. It is completely coincidental that this is also the end of daylight saving. The lockdown is over. After 57 hours on red alert from Cyclone Veronica, Carafa has been given the all clear. The Spirit Radio Network covered the progress of the cyclone live and local across the weekend to keep the residents of the Pilbara up to date with the very latest info. Pablo Miller from Spirit Caratha broadcast for 12 hours on Saturday before evacuating the studio when the red alert was called to be home safe with his family. There was an incredible sense of community spirit out there during the ordeal, he said. Residents really rallied together to help each other out and then keep them entertained during the lockdown. In this story, source to radioinfo.com.au, they also note that a baby born during the cyclone was appropriately called Veronica. IARU News and the IARU Region 3 band plants have been reviewed at the triennial IARU Region 3 conferences. A version using a new format was adopted at the 17th IARU Region 3 Conference Seoul back in September 2018 on condition of further modifications, taking into account the comments, corrections raised and approved at the conference. But what is a band plan? Well, a band plan is an agreement that divides the RF spectrum into different bands or segments for different users. Internationally, the ITU is responsible for allocating bands for each service, such as fixed, mobile, broadcasting or amateur. Most countries follow the ITU frequency allocations very closely, but each country also has the right to vary its frequency allocations to suit local conditions. Here in Australia, spectrum management is the responsibility of the ACMA. It determines frequency allocations for all transmitting stations in Australia and its territories. Band planning within the amateur bands follows the same pattern as international and national band planning. To make the best use of the available spectrum, our bands are divided into segments that are used for different purposes. The IARU Region 3 Band Plan Committee, chaired by 9Mike2CQC, reviewed the outcomes of the conference and completed the revised work with the conjunction of the Region 3 Chairman and Directors. This revised IARU Region 3 Band Plan can be uploaded in the IARU Region 3 website. Hello, I'm Jeff Emery, VK4ZPP, and I've been thinking... One of the much-awaited events occurred this past week in VK3. Assessment packs were received from AMC and the first trials of the new system were run on the same Monday night. There have been more words expended than on an abridged version of War and Peace on the topic of exams and the recommencement and 
slowly the deal seems to be coming together. There is some confusion amongst people who are preparing for their licence tests as to whether the new question banks and papers will be vastly different to what they expected under the old regime. As time goes on, many of these questions will be answered. The one issue that is of concern to many is the new requirement for only one person to invigilate ham radio assessments. In this age of needing to hold working with children cards and claims by the Me Too movement, it seems a valid point to protect all parties who will spend an hour or two in a closed environment. Similarly, there seems to be some concern that claims of historical cheating could become a reality under these same circumstances. For these reasons, two assessors were present during the historic process in Victoria. The situation needs some solid thought. I'm Jeff Emery, and that's what I think. How about you? From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate, Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason VK2LAW. We start this week's news from South Africa. Centec closes Bloomendale shortwave radio station. This on the 30th of March. Centec inherited South Africa's Bloomendale shortwave radio station when Radio RSA was closed down. Radio RSA started its broadcast in 1966 and by 1976 the station transmitted for 36 hours a week in 12 languages. The service was discontinued in 1992. The only transmission that survived the close-down was a broadcast into Africa renamed Channel Africa. The SABC also transmits Radio Sonda Greens, RSG, on shortwave to the Northern Cape. Greece gives the word. Interference from LED lighting. The Greek National Amateur Radio Society, RAAG, report on the problem of radio interference from polluting LED lighting. A Google translation says... According to repeated and intense protests from colleagues from various parts of the country on the marketing of pollutant LED lamps, there are phenomena of intense interference in the range of short and VHF waves. As the phenomenon is becoming uncontrollable due to the introduction of inappropriate products from Asian countries with a fictitious CE marking, we draw the attention of colleagues immediately to denounce every case that comes to their perception, either directly in the local regions to address this immediately. Several municipalities within the country may replace all of their light bulbs with economic LEDs. If for any reason they're getting the wrong products, the situation will be difficult to reverse and therefore, in order to avoid the devastating consequences, it is necessary to be quickly informed and to take immediate action to avoid such anomalies without delay. Based on the current Greek frequency band distribution regulation, the law provides radio amateurs with protection against interference with frequency bands assigned to them on a primary basis. In Belgium, Public Safety Communication Europe will be holding a training workshop on how to best implement Article 110 of the European Electronic Communication Code Public Warning System. 
the workshop, to be held on the 16th of May at Belgian Police Headquarters in Brussels, will be based on the experience and learning from Australia's equivalent system and will focus on the benefits of an outcomes-driven and requirements-led approach against which to evaluate the best available technologies. Critical Comms e-magazine says Michael Hallows will facilitate much of the workshop. He is a former Victoria Emergency Services Commissioner and former National Director of Australia's Emergency Alert Program. Still in Europe, news from Ireland, special event call Echo India 100 Yankee X-Ray Quebec marked the 100th anniversary of the first voice transmission across the Atlantic. On Tuesday, the 19th of March 2019, the Marconi 100-year celebration in Ballymunion marked this 100th anniversary. The first across the Atlantic in an east-to-west direction took place from the former Marconi radio station in Ballybunion, County Kerry in Ireland and Lewisburg, Cape Breton, Nova Scotia in Canada. The historic event occurred on the 19th of March 1919 and used the call Yankee X-Ray Quebec. Marconi's daughter, Princess Elettra, her son, Prince Marconi, and his wife, Princess Victoria, were also present to mark the anniversary. To Alaska now, Canadian artist uses harp to transmit SSTV. Concordia transmission artist Amanda Dawn Christie used the world's most capable high-power, high-frequency transmitter, harp in Alaska, to send art around the world and into outer space using slow-scan TV. In the shadow of Mount Sanford, surrounded by the Alaskan wilderness, you'll find the most powerful radio transmitter on Earth. On this remote site, scientists use a unique tool called the Ionospheric Research Instrument to create radio-induced aurora, also known as airglow. But it's never been used by a Canadian artist to transmit art until now. The IRI's human-made Northern Lights inspired interdisciplinary artist Amanda Dorton Christie to create Ghosts in the Airglow, a transmission art project which used the IRI to play with the liminal boundaries of outer space. She embedded her own encoded SSTV images, audio compositions and propagation tests into IRI experiments last week, March 25th to 28th. For WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Ham Radio Operational News, it's a contact sport. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. 2019. CQ Worldwide WPX SSB Contest over the March 30-31 weekend. 20th Harangel Memorial Sprint, May 4. The 2019 International Amateur Radio Union HF World Championship Contest takes place the second full weekend of July, beginning 1200 hours UDC Saturday and ending 1200 hours UDC Sunday, 13-14 July 2019. Both single and multi-operator stations may operate the entire 24-hour period. All licensed amateurs worldwide are eligible to participate in this contest. The objective of the contest is to contact as many other amateurs as possible especially IARU Member Society HQ stations around the world, using the 160, 80, 40, 20, 15 and 10 metre bands. Interest within VK is requested for stations wishing to operate VKXWA call signs for the contest. Trans-Tasman Low Band Contest July 20. VK Remembrance Day Contest is August 17, 18. Through the DX window, Siam, or is it off to Sweden or Thailand for the story? But... SI9AM is on the air. SI9AM from the King Chula Longhorn Memorial 
the largest Thai pavilion in the world outside Thailand, in Ragana, Sweden, till April the 1st. Activity includes the CQWWWPX SSB contest March 30-31st as a multi-two entry. QSL is operation via ON3UN. Sri Lanka 4S. Peter DC0KK is QRV as 4S7KKG for Murugala. IOTA AS003 until April 1, 2019. Activities on the HF bands using mainly CW and various digital modes. Alex, 5B4ALX is active as E6ET from Newey, OC040, to the 2nd of April. He is on SSB, CW, RITI and FT8, 160, 80, 40, 30, 20, 17, 15, 10 and 6 metres. FT8 using a multi-answer protocol with a focus on 20 metres during his day and 48 during his night. Over 700 hours to 700 hours UTC. QSL via IZ4AMS, either direct or via the Bureau. Juan Fernandez Island, CE0. A group of operators are QRVS XROZRC from Robinson Crusoe Island. IOTA SA005 until April 3. Activities on 160 to 10 metres using CWSSB and FT8. QSL direct to R7AL. Another island, maybe not as adventurous as Robinson Crusoe Island, it's just a stone's throw off Port Macquarie, yes, Norfolk. BI9NI from Norfolk Island, OC005, between April the 1st and the 14th. BI9NI is being activated to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the signing of the Norfolk Island Act. Plans include some further activation from Mount Bates and Jackie Jackie summits. QSL via VK4FW, director via the VK4 Bureau. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ Inningham. Broadcast, monitoring and scanner news. Indian amateur's recognition was in the cards. Here's Jim Meachin, ZL2BHF with that story. Congratulations to Joe's Jacob, VU2JOS. Joe's, the Assistant Director of the National Institute of Amateur Radio in Hyderabad, India, is an accomplished DXer of a very different sort. His hobby, even before amateur radio, has been broadcast DXing or BCDXing. More than four decades later, his BCDXing has landed him in the Limcar Book of Records for 2019. Joe's has received the most certificates of reception, QSL cards, from stations that are apart from All India Radio, a total of 132. His QSL cards came from shortwave, medium wave and VHF FM stations, beginning with his first confirmed reception in 1976 when he was 17. I'm Jim Meachin, ZL2BHF. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hi, I'm Bruce, VK3FFF in sunny Bendigo. Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Worldwide Special Interest Group's DMR. How to get into DMR without a radio. Are you a licensed ham who is interested in D-Star or DMR but without the funds for the cost of expensive radios? 
There are three steps you can take to accomplish the task. This applies to the three most popular protocols. It begins by acquiring a special USB dongle that contains an analog to digital and digital to analog IC chip, referred to as an AMBE 3000. They sell for about a quarter of the cost of a radio. Go to Southgate's link in our text edition this week for all the various URLs required. Worldwide special interest groups, digital. Hello, this is Grant VK5GR on behalf of the Amateur Radio Experimenters Group. Many a HF operator enjoys using SSB for voice communications on the HF bands. However, did you know that there's a new voice transmission mode available that can outperform SSB? FreeDB is a digital HF voice mode that can do just that. Developed by David Rowe, VK5DGR, it is the only completely open-source digital voice modulation system available to the amateur radio community. Since the release of FreeDB700D, its performance has been measured to be at least as good as SSB, if not better, while using as little as one kilohertz of bandwidth. Now, like all things, it can take some getting used to. To get on the air with FreeDB, you need a HF station capable of transmitting a digital signal from a computer. The computer and the FreeDB software is where the magic happens. This is how your audio signal is converted into a digital stream and back again. All you need to add is a set of headphones and a microphone to your computer. Next, set up the connection from your computer to your radio, and you can get on the air with FreeDB. The neat thing with FreeDB is being open source has also led the system to being open platform as well. It is available for Windows, Macintosh, and Linux systems. So, no matter what your preference, you can take part. Now, you might be thinking that I've never heard anyone using it. So, what good is it? Well, let it be partly true, as the number of users today is fairly low. So, to help encourage people to have a go, the Amateur Radio Experimenters Group is staging another FreeDB QSO party. This time on April the 27th and 28th. The aim is to work as many FreeDB stations as you can in 24 hours. To help you find them, AREG members will be operating FreeDB stations all across the HF bands. You work points for、uh, making contacts with other FreeDB stations and get extra multipliers if you manage to contact one of the AREG stations. Multipliers are also earned by working intercontinental DX using FreeDB. So why not give it a go? There are active groups of FreeDB users both in North America and Europe, so you never know your luck. If you're based in Adelaide, a FreeDB setup night will be held at the Fulham Community Centre, Phelps Court, Fulham, on Friday the 5th of April, starting at 7 p.m. While intended for club members, visitors in this case will be most welcome. Bring your gear and get some help getting it to work with FreeDB. Next up, the AREG General Meeting on Friday the 12th of April, which is one week earlier this year due to Easter, will also feature FreeDB. With David VK5DGR coming to explain how it all works and how to get involved. If all goes to plan, he'll also unveil a new high-quality version of FreeDB called FreeDB 2020 for your listening pleasure. Finally, FreeDB Month will then be topped off with the QSO party on April the 27th and 28th. If you'd like more information, please go and visit the AREG website www.areg.org.au to read the rules and access information about this new mode. Or head over to www.freedv.org to access the software and read about how to make it go. We'll be back next week to tell you more about Freedv.
73s from Grant, VK5GR, on behalf of the Amateur Radio Experimenters Group. Nigel Goldstone, ZL2SEA, has applied for an HF base station licence in the 80-metre, 40-metre and 20-metre bands to use the modes USB Digital Data, Pactor, Winmore, RDOP and VARA. The proposed frequencies are in the text edition. Nigel says only one frequency is in use at any time. The user selects a clear channel. The base receiver scans between the channels and finds the clear incoming channel, and the transmitter responds on that frequency. It does not transmit or beacon unless it receives a connect session. All connections are monitored and logged. The location is Papakura. Worldwide special interest groups... Internet Modes. Global Net will mark World Amateur Radio Day. When the International Amateur Radio Union was created in Paris in 1925, no one could envision the changes that would shape the hobby so many decades later, including internet-linked modes such as Echolink and IRLP. Using the special event call sign W2W, a 12-hour VoIP net will be among those on the air around the world marking the occasion, celebrating amateur radio and the friendships the hobby has built. This 12-hour net will begin taking check-ins on the 18th of April, beginning at 1600 UTC. It is accessible via IRLP 9251, the World Conference Server. For the first time, check-ins will also be possible from All-Star Node 47620, the World Conference Hub. A special World Amateur Radio Day 2019 QSL card will be available for all participants who contact one of the ten different net controllers during the event. Technology may have changed since 1925, but ham radio friendships endure. Worldwide Special Interest Group Maritime Maritime Radio Day 2019 As a part of the activity, call signs GB0GKA and GB0GKB will be representing Portishead Radio GKA, the UK's long-range maritime radio station which closed in 2000. Other coast radio stations, DAN, PCH, WCC, IAR and quite a few others will also be represented. The event starts at 1200 Zulu on Sunday 14th of April and finishes at 2200 Zulu on Monday 15th of April. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Radio Amateur Old Timers For news from RAOTC, it's to VK6. Hello everyone, this is Clive, VK6CSW, reminding you that the Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia's April Bulletin goes to air tomorrow. This month we have a special notice concerning a deceased member's equipment, all the latest club news and four articles for your enjoyment. The main one entitled The Big Discone, followed by two short articles on the International Space Station crew, plus a short item on Morse code. Everyone is most welcome to tune in and to join in the callbacks afterwards. Although I think by now just about everyone is aware of your local broadcast times, 
There have been some minor changes, so please visit the RAOTC website for full details of our morning and evening transmission schedules. In particular, please note that the current audio file can now be downloaded as from tomorrow rather than Tuesday as before. If you do listen via the audio file, would you please take a moment to email some feedback to us. Our website address is www.raotc.org.au Once again, www.raotc.org.au or just Google RAOTC and click on the links. Here you will also find details of club membership and the qualifications needed to become an RAOTC member. Tune in tomorrow or download the audio file for the April Bulletin and we look forward to hearing your call sign in the callbacks afterwards. 73 from Clive, VK6CSW. Thanks Clive. April 6 is the SOTA VK... ZL, JA and EU S2S QSO party starting at 600 UTC. Unfortunately, no other details, but we thank VK1 News in Canberra for the date, April 6. Special interest groups, VHF and above, the plumber's delight. New Aussie, 47 gigahertz and 122 gigahertz records set. It would appear VK5KK and VK5APN set a new mobile record for the 47 GHz band over a distance of 20.8 kilometres. Keen microwave enthusiasts in VK2 have set a VK2 122 GHz record. Matt VK2DAG and David VK2JDS have set a new state record over a distance of 0.1 kilometre, that's 100 metres. Although this is some way short of the world record, the 122 gigahertz band is fiendishly difficult and has serious attenuation challenges due to an atmospheric oxygen resonance. The full lists of current and past VK records are on the wia.org.au site. I'm Bruce, VK3 FFF. On the 2019 social scene, VK5, the BRL Radio Group's annual gathering, Overland Corner, April 6. VK4, Redfest, April 13. VK6, Hargfest, April 14. VK3, Moorabbin District Radio Club's Hamfest, Saturday, May 11. In VK2, for all of VK, it's the 2019 WIA Annual Conference in Sydney, the weekend of May 24, 25 and 26. And VK2, the Oxley Region Amateur Radio Club's Field Day, June 8 and 9. This is the club's 44th annual field day to be held at the Warhope Showground on Saturday and Sunday the 8th and 9th of June during the Queen's Birthday Long Weekend. There'll be all the usual field day activities including fox hunting and a homebrew display. The field day dinner will be held at the Port Macquarie Golf Club on the Saturday night, so mark your calendar now for this June Long Weekend in VK2. The Warhope Showground permits camping, so it is possible to stay on site in your own motorhome, caravan or tent with power and amenities. And with that, that takes us to the end of WIA National News. I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service. 
On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.